0: Father God, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, friends and neighbors and those beyond the binary and not tethered to a gender one way or another. Father God, we're so happy to have you once again at Pastor Petey's place for parishioners, both pompous and proletariat alike. Couple of announcements up top during the Sunday supper after church, uh, be on the lookout. Miss Eunice Weems lost her hearing aid while making the green bean casserole, so if you happen to bite into it, just set it aside. Thank you very much. Uh, also Deacon Ricky, uh, for at least the next two months, will just be referred to as Ricky. You see we have him on a sort of a suspension and probation from the deaconry right now. As some of you know, we had a, a cornhole tournament, Father God, a couple weeks back to raise money for the building fund. And it was later found out that Deacon Ricky was shaving points to cover the spread for a side bet he had, Father God. We're not against gambling entirely here at Pastor Petes, but you can't pull a Pete Rose and do it in your own game, Ricky. This week, Father God, we'll be holding a baptism for those who have woken up and become enlightened, understand that all men were created equal and should be treated as such. Those who believe in science and its contributions to medicine, those who understand that good deeds are worth more than good words, Father God. Those who understand, Father God, that worshiping a specific God don't make you special because there's about 200,000 of them Some bitches and everybody floating on this little rock may have their own and that's totally fine, Father God. Those who speak for the marginalized instead of blaming them for all our shortcomings as a nation. And of course, all of those who are open to the fact that a God may not exist except to the point that we are all Him sharing in one vibration, Father God. And we are meant to be kind to one another because perhaps you're being kind to the face of God. Anywho, we'll be having a baptism for those folks. And you know that here at Pastor Petey's, we don't have conventional baptisms. If you're an adult, we take you to the white water and dunk you in the lazy river and give you a margarita, Father God, because you've earned it. And if you're a child, we put you in a kiddie pool filled with your choice of whole milk or chocolate milk and toss in an assortment of nutter butters and and Oreos, Father God, for you to have at. Of course, I forgot to mention, Father God, this sermon is sponsored by our good friends down at Timothy Teeter's Tax Services, Father God, getting you the most return every year Down at Timmy Teeters, if you bite it off, we'll write it off, Father God. We know that a lot of people in Chickalookee operate cash-only businesses, Father God. And when it comes to taxes, our motto has always been, if you don't pay it, we won't say it. Woo, Father God. So thank you, Timmy Teeters Tax Services. If you go down there between now and April, Father God, you can get 10% off your tax return services by using the promo code Pastor Petey helps the needy. And we thank Timothy Teeters for sponsoring this show financially and assuring that here at Pastor Petey's, we'll never have to turn you away from the end, Father God. Father God, a couple prayer requests, Sister Judy writes in, Pastor Petey, pray for my husband. He's put this month's mortgage payment on the AFC and NFC championships this weekend, Father God. He told me, Father God, that if he wins big, he's gonna take me out to a fancy dinner. So here I sit in a lose-lose situation, Father God. Because if the bet don't come in, we'll lose the house. But if it does come in, I've gotta go to Applebee's, Father God. Woo! Sister Judy, a fate worse than death. Miss Virginia Ruth Hop, <coughs> Miss Virginia Ruth Hoppeldinger, Father God, writes in. She says, Pastor Petey and Father God, please pray for one of my friends who I shall leave her name out and keep it anonymous. But Pastor Petey and Father God, she confided in me that if her husband took her to dinner at Applebee's one more time, she was gonna stab him in his sleep, Father God, woo. <clears throat> well, thank you, Miss Virginia Ruth Humble- Hoppeldinger. Uh Pastor Petey should vet these more, I apologize. Uh, just know that murder is never the answer. That is, of course, unless somebody ever threatens Dolly Parton. Woo, Father God! More of a saint there could not be. Angel wings. Oh, here we go, someone writes in, and this is cleaning up a little business. Pastor Petey, I need you to get in touch with Brother Cory Ryan Forster, as it seems. I have not uh, been receiving my notifications for the goings-on on the substack. Father God, thank you. Uh, well, yes, I'm glad you brought this up. If I may be a conduit for Brother Cory Ryan Forster real quick, and I will keep this brief. It appears several in our congregation uh, have unsubscribed to the channel because they did not like uh, receiving so many emails, Father God. Said right there in their reason for leaving, too many emails, Father God. Now, Pastor Petey totally understands that it can get annoying to have your inbox flooded, Father God. On the other hand, I have developed a skill called ignoring something and moving on with my life. Woo! Father God. But nevertheless, Brother Corey Ryan Forster hears and has heard your complaints and is trying out a new system Father God the quote-unquote content on this substack will still be coming like it has been coming every week Father God but there will only be one email a week what this means is that the park rants will go up like normal pastor Petey will go up like normal but only one of them will actually get emailed which will serve as a reminder that there is other stuff on there that you can enjoy Now there are pros and cons to this, Father God, and it is with much trepidation that we adapt this as our style for the here and now. The pros are, you won't be getting flooded with a lot of emails, so the ones of you that don't like that can, well, you'll be happy. The cons are that you won't be notified every time something goes up and you'll have to just go look for it on your app or on the website. Now, personally, Pastor Petey and Brother Corey Ryan forced to think that this is a bit of a pain in the ass. But if it will help some folks feel less bombarded and more likely to stay on as a free subscriber or a paid subscriber, we will try it out for a short while. Pro tip, one way that you can, uh, you can uh, make this work for you, uh, if you're someone that likes to be notified, at least with the audio content on this page, you can... And I'm sure some of you have already done this. There's a feature to where you can add the audio from this substack into your own personal RSS feed and put it on the uh, the podcast platform that you use. And you will be notified on the podcast platform whenever there's a new episode of a podcast on this substack. Also, as Brother Corey Ryan Forster wanted me to say, this Substack is a democracy and not a dictatorship, though he is in charge of what to put out. He he says that if the overwhelming majority of people say, fuck that, I want to be notified, send me the emails, he will switch back. He's just trying to make everyone happy, which is a fool's errand as we know, Father God. All right, that's the last business we have to take care of. Oh, one last prayer request. Uh, Miss, uh, Miss Ruth Holcomb writes in, Pastor Petey, please pray for our nation, the United States. I must say that for those of you who listen abroad, but please pray for the United States in the coming year as we face yet again one of the most divisive elections we have ever seen. Miss Ruth, Pastor Petey hears you and God hears you. And while I can't Physically speak to him. I have a feeling that he would say, Miss Ruth, I'm sorry, but there's some things even God can't handle. Can I get an amen? (sighs) Amen. Yes, it is a sad state of affairs, but I'm afraid that aside from being vigilant and speaking out, uh, most all we can do is hold on tight and white knuckle it through this whole thing, Father God. Father God, today's message might be a little controversial in these dire times in which we live, brothers and sisters, children of the flock, but today I would like to read from the book of Mind Your Own Damn Business and start with verse 1, Father God, which reads, if what someone's doing don't affect your life, then why do you give a rat's hind in what they're doing? Woo! Father God, can I get an amen? Amen. Thank you, Sister Judy. There's a couple ways we could go about this message today, Father God, we could we could stay in the shallow end, which I'm more than fine with doing, or we can tread a little bit deeper. I suggest we do both, just to make sure every inch of us is wet. But, <laughs> Jesus. Some people say that we've lost all human decency, but I'd argue that we never had it, Father God, or that while we do, the more decrepit amongst us are not new to the program, Father God, it's just that the internet highlights all these things, puts a mirror to society and a telescope on thong. Sc- scum. Father God, Pastor Petey's speaking in tongues, got the word of God flowing through him so hard he ain't even making sense. Father God, I should run for president. Woo! Can I get a amen? Don't you dare, Ricky. Father God, I've been guilty of this too, judging people for such innocuous behavior. I've seen people post- comment on a post about keeping up with the Kardashians saying that people that watch her and Honey Boo Boo are filth and what's wrong with the world. Now while I do agree that it says a whole lot about us as a society that what used to be the learning channel is now nothing but poverty porn and viewings for people with morbid curiosity, Father God, but that's neither here nor there. I'd say that much like the size of your feet, you can't control what entertains you, Father God. You see it all the time people judging fellas and gals who read comic books into their 30s calling them losers saying they'll never get married calling them basement dwellers father god extolling visceral hate on a group of people just because they like a thing that you don't father god and they ain't hurting you no one's putting a gun to your head father god and saying you've got to read all about spider-man as well i didn't particularly care for this last run either father god but i'm not going to spout off about it I don't know what all that business with Paul was. We want Mary Jane and Peter back, Father God. People getting mad, Father God, at people for not putting the correct amount of seasoning on their chicken, Father God. I, too, agree that Midwestern white women named Kathy can often be less than skilled culinary-wise, Father God, but that ain't no reason to insult them and make them feel bad about themselves. On that note, Pastor Petey would like to apologize right now to... Any Midwestern white woman named Kathy that may be listening to this message, Father God. And there is another lesson. Think before you speak. Pastor Petey often does not. And he needs to correct that. But then, Father God, if we could wade into the deep end just a little bit, there's things that maybe aren't as innocuous. Things that when someone comments on them, And spews their viscerosity whether that be a word or not actually cuts to the bone father God because it's too personal and this person is marginalized I'd like to ask the congregation something right now if you're walking around minding your business perhaps on the way to Starbucks to get a cake pop father God one of the greatest confectionery treats of all time just the perfect amount sometimes you don't want a whole cake father God just a nibble will do when you're browsing around target and you see a gentleman perhaps, a man wearing a dress. Does that bother you? And please say nothing and stare blankly ahead if you agree with me. (laughs) Yes, that's what I thought. There are people skilled enough to make comments and jests that are not harmful and mean no offense, Father God, playful teasing amongst friends. But it is not that of which I speak. It is those who lash out with a perceived Righteous vindictiveness, Father God. I was scrolling through Brother Corey Ryan Forster's timeline on Instagram, Father God, and I saw him refuting a woman who suggested that men that wear dresses tend to be pedophiles, Father God. Not that sometimes men in dresses could, in fact, be pedophiles, because as we know, anything's possible. But that they tend to be, Father God. Now, generalizing an entire group of people aside, Father God, this is also, well, inherently and statistically uh, not true, Father God. That youth pastor in bumfuck Tennessee that got busted for kiddie porn, Father God, wasn't wearing a dress unless it was a Catholic priest's robe, Father God. Apologies to my Catholic listeners, but I'm sure you're used to it by now, Father God. And as a smart person, you condone it. God, condone it, Lord. Condemn it, Father God. Pastor Petey, think before you speak. Use the edit button from time to time. What I find most ironic about this, aside from how stupid it is to assume that clothes can be gendered, Father God, if you look back throughout history, men wore dresses all the time, and this was men in power. These were respected men. Father God, George Washington damn near crossed the Delaware in a miniskirt and Ugg boots, Father God. But a lot of times when it's a woman, when it's a woman saying these hurtful things, ironically, she seems to be wearing her boyfriend's sweatshirt, Father God. My wife wears my T-shirts all the time, Father God. She's worn my socks on occasion. She wears my underwear to bed. But I doubt any of these hypocritical butt chodes would even consider that the same thing, Father God. And I damn sure know that they wouldn't go up to Seamus at the Scottish Highland games and say that to his face while wearing a kilt, Father God. I've heard him say before, oh, a kilt and a dress ain't the same thing. Motherfucker, they ain't got legs, Father God. What else do you need? And finally, for all those that can't seem to mind their own business and claim that these people actually do pose a threat to society, which they do not, Father God, no more than any other person Most of the time, Father God, when I see someone killing an innocent person, they're not wearing a dress, they're wearing a police uniform and a badge, Father God, but all that aside. They say that these people are mentally ill, and I'll stop right here for a second, and I will play devil's advocate, Father God. Let us just say that they are mentally ill. I would like to point out a touch of hypocrisy in that statement. You see, most right-leaning people that I know, most of the same people who extol this viscerosity on occasion or all the time, Father God, tend to also be the same people that when mental illnesses such as depression, anxiety, ADD, get brought up, what do they say, Father God? It's all in your head. That's not real. That didn't exist back when we were kids. Pull yourself up by your bootstrap. Stop being so sad. Matter of fact, what do you have to be so sad about? And I'm here to say one thing, you cannot have it both ways. You cannot outright claim for a majority of your life that mental illness is made up so that doctors can write prescriptions and people can call out of work. You cannot do that. And then all of a sudden, mental illness is very real when it's something you find disgusting. But in closing, again, I will play devil's advocate. Let's just say hypothetically, Father God, these people do suffer from a mental illness. All of you who scream at them, Father God, all of you who lash out, all of you who assault, all of you who harass, all of you who live your life to make these people feel lesser than you, I will ask you this one question and then I will go. Is this how you should treat someone with a mental illness? Amen, and y'all have a wonderful Sunday. Sorry that Pastor Pete jumped off the deep end there for a second, but it was close to my heart, Father God. Now, I hope all of you enjoyed today's message, and I hope that you are geared up with your buffalo dip, your triple-layer bean dip, your guacamole, and your salsa to watch these two absolutely should be at least fire AFC and NFC championship games, Father God. I know that a good pastor should remain unbiased behind the pulpit, but I am all aboard the line train, baby. Damn, Campbell, let's get one. Skew. Oh, that ain't that character. Oh, oh. But remember, uh, don't do nothing I wouldn't do, but by God, if you're going to, do it twice. Y'all have a good one.